Chase, are you prepared for a nuclear blast? You know, I don't know. If, I don't know if I could say I'm fully prepared, but uh, if that comes down to it, I'm I'm taking off for the hills. See, you Gen Zers, man, you should take. A... All right, we're gonna start one more time. One more time. We'll get this straight. We usually do better than this. Hey, Chase, are you prepared for nuclear war? You know, I don't. I don't know if I could say if I'm prepared for it, but um, if that if it comes down to that, I think I have an idea what I'm gonna do. What, what are you gonna do? Take off for the hills. Take off for the hills. Yeah. All right. All right. No, well, we'll. That's what uh, uh, Gen Z is going to do. They're going to take off of the hills. Gen X, uh-huh. you know what we did when we were young? No. We, we didn't just have fire drills and earthquake drills at school. We had nuclear bomb drills. Is that right? That's right. So we know what to do. And, and what's that? Well, I mean, <laughs> they taught us how to get underneath the table. Oh, really? Yes, they did. Oh, you yes, they us, did. You want to give us an example of how that works? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> These might be blast. These are blast, um, blast resistant shields here that we're dealing with in terms of the tables that we're working on. But uh, in all seriousness, though, um, kind of what we're what we're bringing up, or the purpose of bringing this up, right, is current events. I know we've been kind of changing up our, our I guess just typical topics that we typically go on, right, and trying to throw in a couple uh, more sensational type of uh, things here and there, right. Um, and one of them actually being, like you mentioned. Um, within the news cycle right now, you're hearing a lot of stuff about Russia, right? You're hearing a lot of, of course, the Ukraine thing has been going on for almost a year now. Can you believe that? That's pretty insane. Uh, but yeah, over 10,000 people have supposedly died on both sides. Yeah. 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 And, um, Putin recently came out with a, a kind of not necessarily a full, or he did come out with a statement, excuse me. I don't have his full statements, nor do I speak Russian, but essentially what he was getting at was, Hey, he's announcing that there could be, some ways being made in terms of no longer playing nice in the sandbox when it comes to the treaties and the peace deals that we have amongst each other within NATO, within just worldwide type of systems and organizations, right? Um, and that's pretty uh, a pretty wild thing to even consider. It's pretty it's pretty insane that this maniacal maniac, mm-hmm. Putin, communist bastard, quite mm-hmm. frankly, is not saber rattling. He's freaking nuke rattling. Yeah. I mean, you know, we better be very careful <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at yeah. this point. Yeah, absolutely. And one, uh, something I learned throughout the process of just digging up a couple articles here and there about it, I didn't realize this, but the what's called the START Treaty limited America and Russia each individually to essentially have a certain cap on number of warheads we're allowed to have. And that can give me a wild guess of how many warheads you think per <laughs> side. 50. 1,550 warheads. So you're off by about 1,500. That's just... That's Can just, you believe that? 1,550 warheads de- on deployed missile launchers and heavy bombers. Both sides met their central limits back in 2018. And so we hit the ceiling pretty pretty quickly in a while back, right? So the even concept of what a fallout or what a world would look like in that scenario, right, is inconceivable beyond our even i think so, imagination so i'm gonna put that into perspective if one nuke warhead hits the upper east coast let's say it hits west virginia mm-hmm. or i don't know pennsylvania yeah our country's gone yeah our country's gone we have no no economy anymore you think covid was bad 
<laughs> right? We're we're done, man. Yeah. They would go for uh, one one warhead. They would go one for warhead. New York first, first thing. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, where the most of the giving, population yeah, is in examples, our country, right? yeah, and yeah. More where the factories are. Where I mean, every our financial system. I mean, we're obviously we would still have people here that could work and live, and I mean, California is the third largest economy in the world, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our country's gone as we know it. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And and the reason why I bring it up, we're not going to keep harping on the whole nuclear topic because I don't think any of us are really all that much of experts in it, right? But we brought it up to also kind of lead into um, a new trend that's happening, right? Yep. And this yep. isn't necessarily dooms. This is not a doomsday prepper type of trend per se. Oh, why not? But at the same time, it kind of is, right? Because we're seeing some crazy things when it comes to uh, weather. I mean, gosh, it look it almost it snowed in some areas up in the hills right above us and we're in Southern yep. California and that hasn't happened my entire life of living here. Right. Um, but when it comes to crazy weather patterns, um, economic things, COVID brought a lot of things onto us. Um, just the power grid in general, right. Yep. There has been a huge, um, huge increase in backup batteries and backup power storage systems being purchased over this last year or through the pandemic into now what 2023 is, uh, which is a kind of a, a neat topic to talk about because it is. It's becoming more and more apparent that the power grid um, can't be fully relied upon at all times. Uh, I know we saw in Texas, I believe it was last year, what they titled it Snowmageddon. Snowmageddon, right? everything went out. People went without power in their homes for days and it was freezing temperatures um, and it got really scary for a lot of people. And a big reason were there why any, were there any deaths from that people? Yeah, people, I believe I think, so. I think people did. Yeah, die. I, 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 I can guarantee there was. Um, but a big, big thing was so the electrical grid, grid, and then even the other uh, natural resource type energy, which was natural gas, such as no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm talking like wind and solar energy, oh, which there. a lot of those homes in that kind of region were powered off of or utilized, right. Just stopped working. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. What are you going to do when it's negative something degrees outside, <laughs> snowing on you, yeah. icing over things? Yep. You know, it just doesn't work. Well, everything iced over. And um, that comes now the focus of uh, having an opportunity to um, tap into battery backup systems. Um, yep. well, and of I mean, course, there's generators out uh, there too that have been around for forever. Well, obviously, generators work. When I was in yep. the Army, we all had generators. Yep. We had portable generators. Mm-hmm. Portable generators are amazing. Everybody should have one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you can get portable generators that operate on propane, uh, operate on petroleum. Um, but Operate on both. At the same yeah, or, time, you, know? yeah. you, can, you can flip-flop them. Yeah, if, if you got a really good one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and But one thing that's been really uh, uh, turning into a, if not trillion-dollar business, a billion-dollar business has been solar panels. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's been a lot of negative connotations with these solar panel companies getting government funded money. Mm-hmm. But as politics aside, solar panels are pretty cool. Um, you know, we're in property inspections and, you know, solar panels is a free source of energy. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to pay the power company, right? And everybody knows, you know, who likes paying a $500 electric bill at the end of the month? Um, you know, uh, but they're expensive, um, you know, but there are ways to get them if you want to lease them. Um uh, which I don't, you know, have a uh, an opinion on one way or the other, whatever fits your specific needs. But, you know, California has got insane po- policies right now that aren't even real. I mean, there's no way California with its hor- with with the uh, the power grid that we have, mm-hmm. which is kind of not where it needs to be, will be nice to say the least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they're trying to upgrade it and trying to do things, but I mean, we've closed nuclear plants. You know, so we don't have all the power that we used to have. 
Um, and so uh, there's just no way we're going to be able to power all the electric cars with that, the current power grid, right? That's actually something. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to bring that up as well. So California also made a public statement and is trying to enact no more petroleum-powered vehicles being sold in the entire state come 2035. That's a goal that the California government has set forth. Yep. But at the same time- It's not possible. But at the same time, right? It was, I have the date for this. This was um, September of, no, August of 2022. They said, please don't charge your electric vehicles uh, because it's triple it's triple digits out there it's 105 110 right uh, it's too hot the power grid can't handle it please do not charge your electric vehicles during not, these hours of the day not and not, not only don't charge your electric vehicles don't use your air conditioner oh, don't want use your washer your and dryer. at 78 degrees yeah. right i mean you don't know how spoiled people are in california if you're not from here yeah people are not leaving the thermostat 78 no, degrees no. okay where the ac is getting put on yep because it does get hot here believe it or not uh, it's it gets not all, really hot it's not all palm trees and and uh and ocean breezes and so right uh it's kind of an interesting thought process and now the battery backup stuff um an also interesting argument because Although there is a definite use for them, they haven't quite figured out how to make the power in them last for more than, I think it said from what I, the articles I was reading, you can get one to last you a couple of days if you're only using basic appliances and basic sure. appliances alone. You're more likely like you're most likely looking more towards like 12 hours of total usage time. If cool. you're if you're if you're living a normal type of situation, which is interesting in comparison to if you're having like a, a, a like you mentioned a generator right right that it'll go for as long as you got gas to put it in right yeah and i mean so it's an interesting kind of concept so look uh uh gas is great mm -hmm. you know i mean you know uh you sh you should have if you want air conditioning <laughs> you want everything <laughs> You want more than just the basics yeah know? i mean if, obviously you know if there isn't if there's a nuclear blast and we are armageddon's happening mm -hmm. uh i mean we would like to have our refrigerator working yep right we would like to be able to keep the lights on and uh you know if you have an electric stove or oven you'd like to be able to use it, it I, you probably aren't going to get that you, what you're going to get is your microwave yeah right yeah. um you know you're going to need to use probably a gas appliance like you'd, you'd use if you were camping mm -hmm. um and so uh, but if you have solar panels and a battery mm -hmm. what then now now you start opening up more opportunities right um for regenerative type of power when it comes when it's all said and done and question i always think to myself is with the amount of open space we have land-wise in america right um i forget who's mentioned this before in public talks i know i'm definitely not the first person to ever think of this by any means but what what's keeping us from throwing 10 million solar panels in the corner of Nevada somewhere where it's just barren land to begin with, right? It's almost kind of strange why, why that's not being taken advantage of. I'm sure there's... Well, well, hold there on. Are, there are. There hold are hold on. When was the last time you took a flight over the desert? <laughs> oh, no, I have, but I, I'm, I'm saying to the extent of the amount of land, of just, I guess, of just like... Oh, yeah, I get what you're saying. Well... Expansive, like, yeah, just, thousands and thousands of acres of, like... Well, there's a yeah. lot more yeah. land out there to where they could definitely... I mean, well, the environmentalists are going to not like that, right? But it's regenerative power i know it's but, healthy power but i you know they're they're gonna stop covering the whole desert um but you're right i mean i i feel like there are government subsidies for solar farms right now yeah and they're, they're popping up everywhere and they're gonna probably continue to pop up 
um, as long as they're being effective and that the, you know they're providing power. It takes well, it um, takes a lot of money to. But I, I'm to a point now. You know, I have a Tesla. Mm-hmm. You know, I own several, and um, I've got one here at the house. I, I want. I've already pre-ordered these the Tesla Cybertruck. Mm-hmm. As soon as that, te- and I've got two outlets that I've installed. As soon as that Tesla Cybertruck rolls up, and I got my my uh, my Model Three extended range out there, plugging in two cars, solar panels are going on the house, baby. Yeah, I, I mean know. the solar panels are going on the house um, because I'm not going to let them cycle me off on power. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you're right. I'm I'm going to need probably not just one battery. I'm not going to just do solar panels without a battery. And I've looked into it. You can buy, you can increase your capacity on the battery level. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so the question is, are you prepared? Right. Yeah. It's all said and done, but uh, it's interesting. Um, The battery EV type of stuff is blowing up right now. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a whole new revolutionary industry in a lot of ways. Um, But first there's a, there's a place for gas and there's a place for power for petroleum uh, powered machines, right? Well, and it's fine. It's finding the balance between them. Well, there's even a place now. There's starting to be a lot of people that are looking at providing thermal uh, enhancement or infrared uh, inspections of solar panels. There's training starting to happen on that mm. in our industry. So it's not only that; it's creating jobs for us. Interesting. Um, because those panels do break and they become yeah, less efficient absolutely. and they crack and just like you know everything yeah, else. Hail yesterday. You know what kind of damage I can do, right? <laughs> Once all said and done. But yep. Awesome. Well. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Don't forget to like, subscribe, hit that notifications button, and share with your friends and family. uh, And just keep supporting the podcast.